Good afternoon. Welcome to 3 Tune Tuesday for this Tuesday, August the 15th. You are listening to 3 Tune Tuesday on Blind Skeleton Online Radio. I am your host, Bonaparte, and you have stumbled upon my digital cottage nestled in the heart of the digital countryside. Come on in, find a comfy spot. Our cozy Victorian chairs are here to embrace you. 3 Tune Tuesday is all about turning the clock back to a simpler time, a time before the world was in a constant rush, when music was still at the heart and soul of every home gathering. Today, it's all about whisking you away to the early days of recorded music, a time when the melodies of wind-up phonographs filled the air with a special kind of magic. So sit back, take a deep breath, and journey back in time with me to the 1920s. In fact, let's journey back to the year 1906. In the year 1906, the music industry was in a state of rapid transformation, closely intertwined with the cultural shifts occurring during that time. This period marked the height of the Belle Epoque in Europe, a time of relative peace and prosperity that embraced artistic innovation, urbanization, and technological advancements. These factors played a significant role in shaping both the music industry and the cultural landscape of the era. Technological innovations, such as the emergence of the the gramophone and the phonograph, revolutionized the way music was consumed and distributed. These devices allowed for the mass production of recorded music making it more accessible to a wider audience than ever before. The rise of the 78 RPM record format facilitated the spread of musical genres, from classical to popular songs and everything in between. This democratization of music created a cultural shift as diverse musical styles began to intersect, impacting the tastes and preferences of listeners. As music became more accessible, it began to influence various aspects of culture. Ballrooms and salons, where people gathered to enjoy live music performances, were a focal point of entertainment and socialization. The waltzes, polkas, and other dance forms of the time mirrored the lively and elegant spirit of the Belle Epoque. Composers such as Scott Joplin popularized ragtime music, reflecting the the syncopated rhythms and vibrancy of urban life. These musical genres were reflective of the changing social dynamics, including the urbanization and modernization of cities. Conversely, culture also exerted a significant influence on music. The nostalgia for tradition and romanticized views of the past manifested in compositions that drew inspiration from folk melodies, historical themes, and national identities. Composers like Edward Elgar, and Jean Sibiliot embraced their respective cultural heritages, giving rise to music that had resonated with the collective identity of their nations. 
the record American Tunes Medley by Peter Lewin encapsulates the vibrant interplay between music and culture during the year 1906. As the Belle Epoque flourished, society was witnessing profound cultural shifts. This medley is a testament to the musical diversity that emerged from the cultural crossroads of the time. With each note, it embodies the fusion of musical genres and influences that reflected the cosmopolitan nature of cities where cultures converged and intermingled. Drawing inspiration from a medley format, Peter Lewin ingeniously weaves together a tapestry of melodies that mirrors the tapestry of cultures coexisting in urban environments. This convergence of musical styles speaks to the cultural diversity and openness of the era, where music transcended boundaries and united people through a shared sonic language. The record's title, American Tunes, further underscores the role of music as a cultural emblem. These tunes reflect the very essence of American society, vibrant, diverse, and ever-evolving. The medley's energetic rhythm and harmonies evoke the optimism of an era that was embracing modernization while cherishing its cultural heritage. In this way, American Tunes' medley stands as a microcosm of the cultural landscape, where music was not just an auditory experience, but a mirror to the dynamic tapestry of life in 1906.
Before I move on to our second tune for the day, I'd like to share a moment about what makes Blind Skeleton just so special. Here at Blind Skeleton, we're all about embracing the magic of vintage technology and treasures. From the captivating melodies of Three Tune Tuesday to the rhythmic journey through the decades in Electric Dreams, we are dedicated to preserving the essence of eras gone by. In addition to music, Three Tune Tuesday and Electric Dreams, we are dedicated to preserving older types of technology as well, such as film photography, film cameras, as well as black and white movies. We invite you to join our community to stay connected. You can do so by joining our newsletter at blindskeleton.com. By doing so, you'll be the first to know about upcoming streams, new blog posts, and curated collections of some really vintage gems. There will also be some specials that come out from time to time, as well as a variety of coupons and discounts for our sister site at skeletonbrew.coffee. And don't forget, of course, to follow us on social media. We do a lot of social media interaction, and we love to share glimpses of our world and engage with our audience. And speaking of streams, mark your calendars for next week. Next week promises to be double the fun. We, of course, have our routinely scheduled 3 Tune Tuesday on Tuesday at noon. We also have our first Electric Dreams of the Month. Electric Dreams is, of course, our bi-weekly Wednesday evening show at 8.30 p.m. where we share music from the years 1927 to 1937. Our second song of the day is Souvenir de Moscow by Misha Elman, a masterpiece that hails from the year 1906. The song roughly translates to Memory of Moscow, which is really where the English word souvenir came from, memory. So when the needle does hit the record and finds the groove and begins to share the music with you, you will hear a hauntingly beautiful strain of Misha Elman's violin. He was a fantastic violinist, and this song is a testament to what he can do. Misha Elman's violin sings and the world listens were words often spoken in reverence of this virtuoso. Born in Russia in 1891, Elman's talent found its home in the melodies of his violin. Souvenir de Moscow stands as a testament to his prowess, evoking an evocative musical landscape that allows us to travel back in time and bask in the beauty of its artistry. In the song, Elman conjures images of the Russian landscape, painting vivid scenes of the iconic city. The melody weaves a tapestry of emotions from wistful melancholy to fiery passion, encapsulating the depth of human experience. As we listen, it's as if we're wandering through the storied streets of Moscow itself, feeling the heartbeat of the city through Elman's skilled bow strikes. Elman's interpretation of Souvenir to Moscow is a bridge between cultures, an invitation to journey beyond our present into a world where music was a universal language that spoke to all. His music resonates with the past while remaining eternally relevant 
reminding us that the emotions and stories conveyed through music are timeless and enduring. So as we let the strains of Misha Elman's violin envelop us, we connect not only with the beauty of 1906, but also with the enduring magic of his artistic legacy. Thank you. 
If your breath hasn't been taken away by that song, you ought to go back and give it another listen. Music truly has the power to transcend time. But before we lose ourselves in our final tune for the day, let's take a moment to talk about our sister company over at Skeleton Brew. If you are seeking a journey that tantalizes your taste buds as much as our melodies do for your ears, then Skeleton Brew is where you should be. Imagine savoring the richness of freshly roasted coffee that echoes the craftsmanship of eras past. At Skeleton Brew, we're dedicated to curating exquisite coffee roasts that transport you through time with every sip. Take a peek over at our companion platform at SkeletonBrew.com and explore a variety of meticulously roasted coffee beans. Each cup embodies a unique blend of flavors, capturing the essence of tradition and quality that we hold dear here at Plant Skeleton. So if you're ready to embark on a caffeinated journey that resonates with the spirit of our vintage tunes, Skeleton Brew has something just for you. And of course, you can earn a discount to Skeleton Brew by doing something as simple as visiting the Blind Skeleton website and requesting a song to play in one of our live streams. Over at Skeleton Brew, we have recently added three new Halloween roasts for the season. Of course, here at Blind Skeleton and at Skeleton Brew, it is always Halloween. The rest of the world celebrates it for a much shorter period of time than we do. And to help everyone celebrate, we have three new roasts ready. We have our new Macabre Mocha roast. This is a roast that has the magic of dark cocoa intertwined with, of course, our signature coffee beans. We have Cinnamon Spectre Serenade, which is a wonderful blend of cinnamon and green apple. And, of course, to truly celebrate the season, we have our sepia-toned spice blend, which is pumpkin spices along with nutmeg and cinnamon. So head on over to skeletonbrew.coffee and hunt down your favorite blend. And remember, while you're sipping on your favorite brew, don't forget to stay connected with us here at Blind Skeleton. Sign up for our newsletter, follow us on social media, become part of our vibrant community, and never miss a beat. And speaking of beats, get ready for our final tune, Lohengrin Elsa's Trom by Emma Yook, as we bid adieu to another enchanting session of Three Tune Tuesday. Lohengrin Elsa's Trom by Emma Yook graces us from the captivating year as well of 1906. Her voice emerges like a distant echo from the past, carrying with it the essence of a bygone era. It truly encapsulates what Blind Skeleton is all about. Emma Yook was a soprano whose talents graced both the stage and the opera, as well as the realms of recorded music. She was born in 1860 and her interpretation of Elsa's Trom presents an opportunity to explore the magic of her voice, which resonated with audiences in the early 20th century as well as those who listen to these songs today. Lohengrin is a romantic opera composed by Richard Wagner. It premiered in 1850 
The opera was set in the 10th century and was based on medieval German legends and epic poetry. The story revolves around themes of love, honor, chivalry, and the supernatural, and it explores the complexities of human emotions and relationships within a mythical and historical context. The opera's plot centers around the character Elsa of Brabant, a young noblewoman falsely accused of murder. In her distress, she prays for a champion to defend her innocence. Her prayers are answered when a knight in shining armor named Lohengrin arrives in a boat drawn by a swan, promising to be her champion. Lohengrin offers his assistance under the condition that Elsa never asks him about his true identity or origin. Of course, Elsa and Lohengrin fall in love and they marry, and their union symbolizes the ideals of chivalry and romantic devotion. However, Elsa's curiosity gets the better of her, and she eventually breaks the condition by asking Lohengrin about his origins. As a consequence, Lohengrin is compelled to reveal that he is a knight sent by the Holy Grail and must return to his mystical realm. Despite their love, Lohengrin must leave Elsa, and he departs on the same swan-driven boat that brought him. This particular song, Elsa's Trom, is an aria from the opera Lohengrin, and it's a lyrical tapestry that captures the dreams and emotions of the character Elsa. Yuk's rendition weaves a spellbinding narrative as her voice dances delicately through the piece, conveying both fragility and determination. It's as if she transports us into the heart of the opera itself, allowing us to experience the character's inner turmoil and aspirations. As we listen to her rendition, we're not merely hearing a song. We're connecting with a moment frozen in time. Her voice carries the emotions and stories of a distant era, reminding us that music has the power to bridge the gap between generations. This song becomes a window into the world of opera and the brilliance of vocalists who graced the early days of recording technology leaving an indelible mark on the musical landscape of 1906 and beyond.
And there you have it, dear listeners, our journey through the melodies of 1906, a year that has left its mark on the canvas of history, has come to an end. As we wrap up this edition of Three Tune Tuesday, I want to extend my heartfelt gratitude to each and every one of you for joining me, whether you're listening live or listening to the podcast after the fact. Remember, the past may be distant, but its melodies are eternally resonant. As we bid adieu to the tunes of 1906, let's carry the echoes of these timeless compositions with us. A reminder that music has the power to bridge the gap between eras and connect us to the stories of those who came before us. Of course, next week we will have Three Tune Tuesday on Tuesday. We will also have Electric Dreams on Wednesday to look forward to, 8.30pm on Wednesday. So mark your calendars, and let's meet again next week for another round of musical nostalgia. Next week on 3 Tune Tuesday, we will be browsing the year 1907, while on Electric Dreams, we will be diving into the electric years of 1928. Thank you for being part of our cozy cottage here in the digital countryside. Thank you for embracing the magic of vintage technology with me and Blind Skeleton. Until next time... I am your host, Bonaparte. Remember that the echoes of history linger in every note, waiting to be discovered, and have a fantastic week.